This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Saints Happy Hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items. So do it. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. We are going to tell you why the Saints are better off without Marcus Williams. We continue our greatest Saints villain bracket with round two. And why hasn't Dave gone to Olave Garden yet? Thomas, hit that intro. G'day, it's Stevick from 12 Ninja here. And look, if you like American football, you should check out Saints Happy Hour podcast. I personally know fuck all about American football, other than it's a bunch of massive blokes wearing spandex shoulder pads and helmets running around with a throwing a football. In Australia, you don't throw footballs. You punch it or you kick it. And there's um, no protection. They're all naked. And there's sharks and crocodiles fired out of cannons onto the field and we all stand around and drink blood watching it but American football is your thing you know what to do Saints Happy Hour podcast stick it in your ear hole alright everybody welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour podcast we are live on Twitch if you aren't Follow us on Twitch, and remember to subscribe to Saints Happy Hour wherever you get your podcasts. Smash that like button on Twitch and YouTube. Also, become an annual patron at patreon.com slash saintshappyhour. You get the best Saints podcast every day and get a month for free. By the way, Smoke Monday t-shirts are shipped. We're seeing people posting them in the Discord, posting them on social media. Uh, We got 10 extras, so sign up at $12 annual level if you want to grab one. We had a couple people sign up. Uh, Thomas and Cindy, they they got the annual ones. They're going to get them shipped, and uh, Eddie as well. So thanks, guys. Oh, by the way, thanks to Chad M333 for gifting a sub to... Senator Hudat, you're the best guys. Uh, did you know you can support the show for free? Every month, you use Amazon Prime. All you have to do is go to twitch.tv slash saintshappyhour, type exclamation point sub in the chat. It's that easy. Thomas made step-by-step instructions, so go ahead and do it. Even if you're listening to the audio version of the show, click the link. And by the way, you can do it every month. So it's not just a one-time thing. It's a great way to support Making the show and give us Jeff Bezos' money. You see, Brett and Lafayette, he just subscribed for nine freaking months. Damn. Brett, you're the man. Mm. So, Smoke Monday. Every day. What, before we get to uh, the fact the Saints don't have any news, gentlemen, what are we drinking tonight? I'm drinking Miller High Life. Mm. Very boring. I'm Making drinking champagne of beers. 
Yeah, I'm drinking the highly acclaimed KBS. I looked in my fridge tonight and I realized I didn't have like any IPAs. So, and I have tons of stouts that I have been aging for years. In fact, this one is from 2018. Uh, mm. So, so this beer is uh, four years old. So it's delicious, by the way. It's aged well. Kevin, what are you drinking? Uh, new whiskey this week. Hmm. Withered, withered oak withered oak, oak small batch rye whiskey interesting uh, name 95 did... proof 47.5 alcohol by volume uh finished in a port and caribbean rum barrel oh and oh, hang on okay. a second i want to start that my interest the, is the uh flavor profile i had to look this up to be sure because i knew dave would appreciate this yes yes a smooth and sweet finish followed by notes of rye spice tea vanilla caramel bright fruit and a hint of chocolate yeah i mean yeah. caramel yeah yeah i think i would love yeah. to try that I would you know when we do our live show uh, by the way i'm just drinking tito's on ice but um i tito's. think what we should tito's I think what we should do at our live show is hopefully get a beer tasting and then we can kind of like taste them all and review them while we're at Port Orleans drinking them. I would definitely take a few free flights of beers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just, just saying, you know, no, yeah, and that, watching. I would be down with that. That's a great I'm not a beer drinker, but I would be down with that. Good no, content. That's a, that's a great segue, Andrew, because the saints don't have any news, but we want to remind people we are doing a live show at Port Orleans in new Orleans, September 16th, uh, if you're a patron, we're going to be sending out the RSVP list. You want to make sure you RSVP because we're going to have a we're going to have a gift for everybody. Is that is that, that actually Port Orleans? Yeah, that, that is that actually Port Orleans. It's not Port of Call. It's not. It's not a Disney resort. Not Orleans, France. It's not Port Orleans Hotel and Disney. Yeah. Last, know, last week after the show, the day, or the day after the show, I, I was Googling images. I was like, Port Orleans. I was, I was trying to figure out where Tomas <laughs> might have gotten that image from. Hey, it and, looked like a was, port. It was and Disney, lo and behold, right? I realized it's Port Orleans Resort at Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> and I texted everybody, and Kevin was like, oh, I knew that immediately. And he's like, I just didn't want to say anything. And I'm like, on the podcast, I'm like, you should have definitely said why something. Would definitely you said why would you not Thomas? want to embarrass hey, him? Yeah, Disney guys. Come on, come on, Why guys? wouldn't you want to dunk on Thomas? That We're was not his, there yet, guys. That was hashtag <laughs> Kevin on brand as you could be for this yeah. podcast. I'm a nice guy sometimes. Why? No, we should have. But Port Orleans, Disney World. But listen, we have a bunch of surprises in store for you guys. You're going to want to join us September 16th. And by the way, we're just going to get you ready for when the Saints kick the crap out of the Bucks again two days later in the Dome. It's going to be great. We're going to meet people before the show. We're going to hang out after. So join us, Port Orleans, September 16th. Uh, as we always tell you, it's July when the Saints don't have any news, that's good news. They have no news this week, none at all. Um, but, Andrew, ESPN's been doing their rankings, positional rankings. They they poll NFL teams, uh, executives, scouts, and all that, and they rank positions. And they did safety this week, one of the positions last week. And the interesting thing was Marcus Williams was number eight at safety and they had a lot of executives that were like, I don't like him. He can't tackle. He's not on my list. Um, you know, like this quote says, and so the voting went, those who like Williams really like him. Those who don't, especially in 
especially tackling purists. I didn't know there was such a thing in the NFL. Have no problem leaving him off the list. Hmm. So my question to you, Andrew, we're going to go around the horn, but the Saints are replacing 2,000 snaps at safety. With Williams gone, Malcolm Jenkins retired. But is it possible that they're going to be better because while Marcus Williams does amazing things and he's in, in center field and he can cover and he can make up for mistakes and blown coverage and stuff, is it possible that they're going to be better with Marcus May and Tyron Matthew because of the different new fun things they're going to add at safety? Yeah, so this is a difficult question for me to answer. Um, I think Marcus Williams and Malcolm Jenkins, what they do well is understood very clearly, and uh, their roles are very, very narrowly defined. Uh, and so I say that as Marcus Williams obviously has tr- tremendous range. I think quarterbacks, they, they pay, pay attention to where he is as a center fielder. Uh, that makes them scared to go deep. Um, and so, you know, I think there's a lot of value in just his range, his ball skills, and he's he's a high safety and a really good one. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins, as we know, a lot of times he would play closer to the line of scrimmage. Uh, he would cover up a tight end, very physical tight ends. He would be able to press them, and uh, not a lot of safeties can do that, and, and his technique is perfect in coverage. So, And he can be physical, you know, so the, the role that those two guys had on this team was really clear. Um, I would say that May and Honey Badger are both very different from those two guys in that I would say they're more versatile. I think they do everything well. They, they can be in the box. They can blitz. They can tackle. They can play the run. They can cover. They can be a high safety. They can both do all of those things. So I would say those two guys are more versatile than both Jenkins and Marcus Williams. But I don't know that they're as elite at one specific thing. I mean, maybe Honey Badger has elite ball skills, but otherwise I would say they don't have the range of Marcus Williams. They don't have the strength and, and perfect technique maybe of Malcolm Jenkins. So, But I think why Dennis Allen would tell you that he likes this is that it, he has interchangeable guys that are versatile. And so pre-snap, he can have different looks. He can put them at different spots. He can blitz them. He can move one back. He can move one up. And you're never really sure where the pressure and what type of coverage you're getting from each guy. So at, I think from a disguising standpoint... May. He likes the this combination a little bit. I, was that pass interference? That would be pass interference. It would, yeah. If he was a saint, that he'd, he'd have been injured. <laughs> oh, it had been raining flags. Kevin, here's wait, my I, thing. Wait, I have, I have, a, I have. Was a, that a buttception? That was it a buttception. Yes. Yes. Oh my! Was. Wow. God, I'm, I'm fired up for Marcus May now. I don't yeah. remember seeing this before. That's good work out of you, Thomas. <laughs> the finest meats for you this week. Uh, I'm, wait, I may take. I may take mm-hmm. umbrage with this. Marcus Williams isn't on the Saints anymore, so I only half care. But, um, you know, it said there, tackling, it said tackling purists, purists have no problem leaving uh, Marcus Williams out of the conversation. Now, obviously, that's, that's a shot at the, the Vikings game, oh, you know, yeah. blowing that game, missing that tackle. But before I get too upset, I'm, I'm, I'll ask Andrew, since he watches the tape. I mean, other than that obvious missed tackle that was – on the national stage, I don't really feel like was Marcus Williams in general, a bad tackler uh, other than that one play. He had that game he from this year where he took that horrible yeah. angle and got, yeah. he had like one horrible tackle per year. Taking, taking a bad angle is different than 
that's being part of tackling chair. technique, though. You take a I bad guess. angle and you try to dive at a guy. Yeah, so I don't know. I just I feel like that was a. I feel like they're they're taking a shot at him by saying that, they and are. that's and that's well, I know, and that's just like lazy. That's just one. Yeah, it's one play. Like, come on. But I, here's do, the, I, here, I do think he's a spotty tackler. I, I don't okay. think it's well, the major. I don't think it's the major weakness. I agree with you, Dave, that it's not the major weakness that some of these GMs are but, making it out to be. But it's definitely not his strength. His strength but, is his ball skills and his range. But Kevin and his smarts. Right? Back to what Dave said, like Marcus Williams. There is a percentage of Saints fans that don't like him, but I think there's even a larger percentage of Saints fans that like really, really want the Saints to do well because we ain't over 2017. And the rational mind can say, it's just one play. And maybe even if he'd have tackled him, they'd have kicked the field goal. But like, we're bitter about it. And like, we really want the Saints to be awesome at safety so we can say we don't miss Marcus Williams at all. I don't know how much it has to do with like with like holding over uh 2017. Like I, I I don't know, man. I just I feel like a lot of people moved on with that. I mean, it, a lot of people they? didn't though. <laughs> oh, okay, but it's like I, I okay, then then maybe I have called my Twitter feed you properly. Have. Because I don't see a lot of that. Like, I see people complain about the Rams play. I see that. I don't see people talking about the Vikings uh, and and Marcus Williams. I mean, so he screwed up in a nationally televised playoff game. But it's the kind of fluke. That's like the kind. It was a fluke play. That's the kind of fluke play we we have seen before. He blew it in a big moment, though. He blew yeah. it. I don't know if it's in a fluke, play, but like in a play, I wouldn't but call it a fluke. in a playoff game, though. Like we let, let, me ask again, you, let me ask you this, though, Kevin. That's happened before. Let me ask you this: When you think back to Marcus Williams and his history with the Saints, that's kind of his legacy. Like, can you think of one single thing that he did with the Saints that's more memorable than that play? No one can. Hmm. That's his legacy. <laughs> That's so mean. I mean, it sucks because he's a good player. I like a look. I'm not. I'm not banging on the guy. Good player. He was. I think a I remember solid, a solid draft pick. I think I remember he had a pick. Yeah, six. Cincinnati, sure. 2017. That's right. A regular season game. Right. 2018. Like, sorry. But, was but that like, the November 11th game? 20 years that, from on my now, birthday where they destroyed the Bengals. And that's 20 years matter. from now, you ask any one of us for. What do you remember about Marcus Williams? That's, that's, yeah. that's what yeah. we'll remember. No, there's no question about it. You cannot, and, and you I cannot think say anything. On some level, regardless of who, who's barking, who's not, I'm sure he hears a little bit of it on social media, especially when he tweets something that's controversial. They immediately bring that back up. But like, I think on some level, Marcus Williams sensed that. And sometimes like, you got to shed that. And, and I think the only way yeah. for him to get out from under that was to leave. I think this is the better question, Kevin, is I, th- I think with like Teron Armstead leaving, if Trevor Penning struggles, if her struggles and it's not great, we'll be like, oh, they miss Teron Armstead. I think fans are going to go to maybe 
impossibly ridiculous lengths if safety doesn't work out to lie to themselves and be like, we don't miss Marcus Williams. Like they don't, they don't want to say in November, you know what? We missed that dude in center field. He made, he, he, he covered up a lot of flaws. We miss him. I think mm-hmm. Saints fans are going to fight that way more than Teron Armstead leaving if tackle struggles. But here's the thing at tackle, they're just going to say, Oh, well he would have been injured anyway. So. <laughs> So if, if if we had him, we wouldn't have him. So 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 you're saying fans are pre so fans are gonna are coming in predisposed to say we didn't need Marcus Williams regardless. That's right. They want to believe that. Like they're gonna give they're gonna I give mean, Marcus then, May well, well, and then, honey. Then there's nothing to be said about it. I mean, it's but like, you agree with it? If you no, I'm just saying. If you're going to come in say if you're going to come in with the belief that if the safeties do well, ah see there we go, we didn't need Marcus Williams. If the safeties don't do well, ah they were fine, they were decent enough, we still didn't need Marcus Williams. It was too much of this and da 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 and we're we're better off without him. We can improve this and that and we can work on other things da da da. So if you're coming into the season with that mindset, it doesn't matter whether Marcus Williams goes and kills it with the Ravens, and it doesn't matter what the safeties do for the team this year. Here's you're going to have you're going to have your built-in narrative ready to go. Here's so, a question, Dave. Chad M in the chat says, "I I punted a beer into my neighbor's yard on the Marcus Williams whiff." Uh, and totally lied about it the next day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Punting a beer can over a fence, like that's pretty hard to do. And you'd have to be Not pretty really. angry to get no. that done, right? I mean, how much, I mean, how tall is the fence? How full was the beer can? And the fence can't be more than, what, seven eight, or eight, eight feet? No, there's rules. In I mean, New Orleans, was it a privacy way. fence or is it the standard, yeah. like? Either way, no. I, I, I do not think that that would be very difficult to do, especially given. The most anger I know. Most people don't have bad legs, Ralph. The, <laughs> you, especially given you the need ang- to go back on vacation. That's the worst doing. joke I've ever heard. Especially the, the no, anger good, I know he was feeling joke, at, actually, that, at that moment. Yeah, it was. Uh, no, Ralph, you're dead wrong about that. Fuck you, Andre George. Thank you, Thomas. Mm, there you go. There you go. A little late, uh, but it's fine. Final question. Then we get to the then we get to the important stuff of this podcast. Uh, Andrew, it's November first. Are Saints fans going to be fighting over the fact that Marcus Williams are gone? Or are we going to be saying Marcus May and Honey Badger is the best thing that ever happened to us? And we're not going to miss him a damn bit. You can only pick one. Don't be crawfishing in the middle. Pick one. But here's the thing. Like, we really only need need one of the two to be good. You know what I'm saying? Because like they'll just be like, oh, May, May, if May's awesome and Honey Badger sucks, they'll be like, oh well, May, May's fine, so it does, it didn't matter. And if May sucks and Honey Badger's good, they'll be like, oh well, Honey Badger came, so it doesn't matter. So you really only need one of the two to be good, and you, you can say that the other one was Malcolm Jenkins' replacement, right? That, that's the advantage of them being interchangeable. That's right. Uh, but that's yeah, right. no, I, I think I think it'll be we upgraded. All right, like, now we need honestly, to get to the- here's the thing, Ralph. Like Honey Badger, I, fans are so excited about him being a saint. Like he, he doesn't have to do much. Recover a fumble, 
maybe get like a tip on a pass. Like that's probably enough. When he for him picks to sixes, Tom Brady, season. week two, we're gonna all ascend to heaven. Oh, yeah. That is going to happen. Like, <laughs> you, you, not even. I'm not even kidding. Maybe not Dave, but the rest of us. Well, speaking of Dave, we got to get to the important thing in this podcast, Dave. Kevin, uh, Kevin, come on, stay with are us. You man. Come on. getting? Jesus. When are you getting to Olave Garden in the tux? Tomorrow. So you can secure, you can finalize the trade, so you can pick Tom- number one tomorrow. Draft Smoke Monday. Tomorrow is supposed to be the day. If you've if you've been following me on Twitter, uh, I've been dropping some hints that it's coming soon. Uh, yeah, there. My wife wrote it on the calendar on her calendar. She wrote on her calendar. She was upset. She was planning. She was planning to go work out that evening, but now she can't because I've got to go to the Olive Garden. Uh, and uh, I took out the tux today. <laughs> also, my wife. Uh, my wife. She was like, have you looked at your tux? You got to make sure it's clean. I'm like, I'm going to Olive Garden. Who gives a shit what shape the tux is? No. She's like, she's like, no, you can't go to Olive Garden in a bad tux. I'm like, listen, I'm going to be the yeah. best mattress motherfucker that's ever walked into Olive Garden, okay? <laughs> I can spill marinara sauce all over my white shirt, and I'm still going to be an 8 out of 10 in that place, all right? Don't worry about the You tux. stay on him. You make sure that tux is clean, Aaron. Yeah, that's right. Oh Get God. it dry. She's worried Don't about let- the tux. Yeah, she yeah, she's like, well, I gotta take it to the dry cleaners. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm going to no. fucking Olive Garden. Don't you dare walk joke. into that restaurant right. with a dirty tux, Maron. So, what's your video plan? Are you gonna like live tweet this? Are you gonna? No, nah, like, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. No, nothing live, huh? Um, are you, maybe, are you at least gonna live comment on Discord? Are you at least gonna do that? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I gotta see what's going on. I've got to. But the plan is I'm just going to, like, leave my phone sitting on the table while it's recording. And that way I'll make sure. I'm going to try and get as many as the of the three Olave Garden bombs in. You're not going to have someone in. film you? No, I'm going to put on the table and record it. And just We needed to get him a little, like, Oh, kick no. I think oh, you nice. need a friend to, like, record you doing it. Yeah. yeah. That's no, it's going to be recording. It's going to record the whole he table. He lied to it's us. It's going to record me and my friend and the right. you're, you're and living dangerously here. If we deem this is un- unsatisfactory, you're yeah. not getting smoke money. Yeah, I, I mean, it. listen, if that, camera, if that camera shows the top of your shiny head Ugh. and all we hear is, uh, you know, no. Yeah, it, you better have your friend. You better have your friend. I've got my phone. Camera. He's got he. My friend has his own phone. We can get two angles yeah. with this. You better Don't sell worry. this. I mean, this. Yeah, better you better have be your like friend a, video. Sorry, oh, waiter. I, I got to say this weird thing. I know it's going to be awkward. I, I'm just going to say Olave Garden. Try to act normal. Like you can't do any of that. You you got to sell Don't, this. don't sell worry it. about it. Don't you? You better. You better order like Olave Garden. Oh, God. Straightening the imaginary It has to be tie. an Oscar-winning performance, Dave. Yeah, Oscar-winning. Right. Tell him, Thomas. You better earn know. Smoke Monday. You a star in the English patient. I'm here. just going to say, they're not going to want to be drafted by you unless you do a good job here. Yeah. Not, that, not that I'm not planning on doing a good job, but technically, there were no stipulations on how this had to be done. So. Yeah. Well, next because here's the thing: what? just me see, going, just me going to Olive Garden in a tuxedo, I should earn me uh, moving up. That's no, right, right there. No, we we laid oh. out, we laid out all of the stipulations. I am Girl still the person that holds the number one pick. That's right. That's right. No. And, and don't, don't and get tacky. Dave, Dave, Here. hold on. I have a question. If so, 
you're gonna go do all this of course and it's, yes. it's so when you get the video are you gonna send like the raw files to thomas and let him edit mm, it down? i have that's a good question i was thinking about this today actually i haven't decided i may edit it myself i don't know if i trust thomas Ooh. Uh, what, I mean, what, are you, what are you going to order? That's what I'm. That's what I, I care. I probably Everyone just for the video quality is just so much better on my phone. For shits and giggles, I mean, I think I'll get the tour. The tour of Italy. That's Maybe right. me and my buddy will split the tour of Italy. You got to get breadsticks. That was part of the deal. Well, I, th- I, I aren't the breadsticks. breadsticks. I don't know. Are you got to split a bottle of wine. You're gonna get a. You're gonna get a big, big plate of pasta and like just start nibbling on each end. Yeah. <laughs> like Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. 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 It's definitely the Tramp. Yeah. So we're gonna get this stuff. Listen, guys, it's only two, two. Not next week, but the 25th. They're starting camp, so we're gonna have the UDFA Sun Draft. That's next week, so we'll have that. Uh, it's almost training camp time. The, the dead period's over. Uh, thank God. Um, what are you so when are we doing Kevin, the draft? Kevin, I thought that was right week. before preseason. Next week. Next week. Next week. Next week. Dave, remember Kevin, last year? Last year are you we still did still it. The Irish punter. I'll let you know what the fuck I'm gonna do when it comes time for the draft. Dave lost. I might fucking surprise you. I wanted to like be able to see the UDFAs a couple times, but Dave thought that was unfair. Mm -hmm. And Dave was like, "We got to do the draft before training camp starts." So we got not me. Everybody else thought that was the stupid way to do it. I want to blame you. Single me out because I want to blame you. So here's the thing. Now we get to. The, the the Saints' greatest villain, round two. Uh, we did the preliminaries. And but peek behind the curtain. Last, like, Tuesday or Wednesday, I don't know what day it was, Andrew misses his flight and flies back. He, I guess he landed at, like, 12 or 1 in the morning. And, I, and my son was up, so I was dealing with him. My Andrew, I rate texted me this thread. He was beside himself with rage about how the the prelims went and uh <laughs> tough, tough tough titty andrew you weren't yeah. here you couldn't yeah. well, you I was couldn't, mad oh, you you guys. Yeah. Oh, what was the who, I, I can't remember who you picked last week but that was terrible oh you guys like forgot that michael vick absolutely owned no, Kevin mentioned it we just didn't will. care he beat yeah. aaron brooks at freaking will like, mm-hmm. if you ask me who the greatest villain of the Jim Hazlitt era was, it's Mike Vick, period. Uh, he had story. a chance He had a chance to ruin the dome opener, and he blew for it. You, for you guys, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Recency bias. You you, you just remember the, the greatest villain era. of the Jim Hazlitt era was Rick Venturi. <laughs> just so you know. The greatest, Hazlitt, Rick greatest, Venturi is not eligible for this tournament. The greatest villain of the Hazlitt era was Hazlitt himself. That's right. Dude, by the way, we got, we got a, we got a, me and, me and Andrew did a a Saints classic replay where we watched the Saints Rams from 2001. That is the most Hazlitt of all the Hazlitt games, I think. That is right. That'll post, not this week. We did the Rams, we did the Saints Falcons from 87. That posted for patrons. It'll post for uh, everybody else later in the week. If you want to, if you, if, you want to be a patron, you get it ad free. They already have it, but and I, I also listen to you guys debate top ten quarterbacks, and you're talking about Jake Delhomme, who threw like seven passes in his career with the Saints. He's well, in we the didn't top make that list. We didn't Ke- hang on, no, Ke- yeah, Kevin, no, no, Kevin, no, no, no. Kevin, Kevin saying, Kevin saying, yeah. oh, you got to, you got to bring Jeff Blake up, and no mention of Jim Everett. From none of you. We Jim Everett was on the he list. Was already on the list. He he was on the list. He's got to be higher. Jim Everett should have been in the top five. He was, I think. 
<laughs> he was. He was fifth. He was like four or five. He was. Why are we nine. relitigating this? Sorry, sorry. I was not here, and and I just yeah. I. Juge, how many pod- Dude, Juge, I miss all of the podcasts. You don't see me coming back every other week going like, oh, I need to relitigate this thing from last Jim week. Jim Everett was number six. This thing that I disagreed with. I Thank, you. Thank you. Jim Thomas. Everett was number six. I, right. That's why I That's why I went out of my way to run down every name on that list because I know we have people that are only listening so, and not listening to the Twitch stream. By the way, Andrew, your greatest ability is availability. Uh, and if you're not going to be on the podcast... I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Look, Vic, Vic so, should have been the pick over Greg Olson. That was irresponsible. So this this bracket this week, though, I worry that this we have, week we have noted your official protest, uh, Juge. I worry, <laughs> I worry, Kevin, that this week one of the matchups that we are going to create, I think, for next week is going to open up a portal to hell. <laughs> but that's upside week. down. But that's next week, uh, Thomas. Tell us, what's the first matchup for uh, this week? I'm going to get a snack. Wait a minute. What? Get ready for the next battle. You think Dave has snacks in his bathroom? Yeah, I know. Like, it's just a bag of Sour Patch Kids that he opens his gullet and he just pours it in. This one is number one, Roger Goodell. Number 17, Matt Bryant. Now, Matt Bryant has done, he's caused a lot of, He's pain for the Saints things, with yeah. field goal kicking. Yeah. But here's the thing, and I I think I'm glad that Andrew is here as we as as Thomas shows the Matt Bryan kick to beat the Saints in overtime. Uh re you're you're mentioned that recency bias gets us. Here's the thing. Bounty Gate now, Andrew, is a decade ago. And we kind of hate Goodell for the no call. We blame him a little bit for just being a pussy and not, not <laughs> taking a taking a week to like acknowledge it. But like the main reason I hate Goodell is Bounty Gate. Like Bounty Gate was just an absolute travesty. And it's a decade ago. Do you think that it's fi- do you think people when they think of Goodell and the reason they hate him do you think they hate him more because of Bounty Gate, or do you think they hate him more because of the no call? Oh, it's Bounty Gate, 100%. But I think, so that, that was the gash, right? That was the, the wound that, you know, that was created. But it gets opened up every time the NFL botches another <laughs> player discipline thing. Because, you know, in, in, invariably another guy will screw up. He'll, he'll smoke weed. Oh, my God, he smoked a joint. And... And he's suspended for a year. And then some dude beats his wife and he's like playing the next week because he's Tyreek Hill. So like the, the player discipline stuff, people go nuts on Twitter. And we as Saints fans were always like, we tried to tell you the system is rigged. We tried to tell you that guy sucks and his rules are unfair. And then all of a sudden these fans for teams that get screwed, they're like, oh yeah, maybe the Saints were on to something. Kevin. Isn't there going to be just a little bit of you, like 2% of you? And I admit this freely. There's going to be like 2 to 5% of me. When Goodell botches the Deshaun Watson suspension and he gets dragged He's on Twitter, on the national media, on all the morning shows, on the national news, when he gets dragged for it, I'm going to enjoy it 
probably more than I should have should because Deshaun Watson deserves to not play this year. But I'm going to enjoy Goodell getting dragged when he botches the the Deshaun Watson suspension. I'm going to enjoy it just a little bit because I hate him so much. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, I don't know how much you want me to, like, jump onto this. I, I had I, I had hoped to save uh, some of these remarks for later because, I, I mean. And do it because this is easy. Goodell's moving yeah, on. Come on. Yeah, th- yeah. then I'll, I'll, sa- I'll save my remarks for later. I'll save I my got, remarks for I later. got one more thing to say, though. Yeah, go ahead. You're bringing up Bounty Gate, and we have completely – not brought up the fact that Goodell took draft picks away from us. That's right. For dancing in the locker room. That's right. And the Titans were sent home. They were freaking sent home. And they practiced anyway when they were told not to because they were all infected with the Rona. They were all drenched. They were all <laughs> bathing in Rona. And they practiced together totally. anyway and infected each other. They had a COVID party outside of the facility. I totally and they did not lose a draft pick, and the Saints lost a draft pick for dancing I, in the locker room after they had all tested negative that day. I that's totally fucking forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot about that. I did. And Goodell to, is to use your terminology, player. Andrew, game, set, and match. I mean, that <laughs> Goodell, he is the 72 Dolphins in this bracket. I mean, yeah. we could do the vote. I mean – Matt Bryant, you won a prelim round. You got the play and you made the upset, yada, yada, yada. But I, I just think it, this one, it, it's Goodell across the board. Is, it, is anybody going to try to pretend like Matt Bryant deserves no. anything? No, no. I mean, I mean, I mean, look, you call him the 72 Dolphins. I mean, this he's he's the 72 Dolphins and the 83 Blazers all rolled into one. Well, Thomas, did Thomas, you got to put the, you got to get the polls up, right? We got the votes from the, from uh, Twitter from now What's on. The, what was the poll on Twitter, Thomas? Uh, so Roger Goodell had ninety one point eight percent. Wow, I'm surprised <laughs> it's that low. I'm surprised. <laughs> it's that yeah, low. that's pretty low, man. That's pretty low compared I, to Matt Bryant. Good on, good on you, Matt votes. Bryant. Matt Bryant with the solid effort there. Yeah. It's like How many total votes? It's like an NBA series, like an eight versus one. I feel like Matt Bryant won a game. Yeah, he took I feel it like it was games. four to one, like he, he, yeah. like yeah. the gentleman sweep. Yeah, you know. Um, no, come on, man, that's ninety ten. That's a, that's a sweep. That's, that's a, a sweep. Uh, that's four fair, one man. would be like if it was seventy thirty. Um, yeah. Uh, Osman also reminded me that Oakland, who had their pick taken away, were able to get it back. Not the, the same, same for the same COVID offense, but the Saints yeah. did not. That's why I worry about Camara. Even though see, I th- see that. that's see that's the that's the funny thing about well the 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 sad and amusing thing about this Goodell thing is that all of us are going to wind up remembering individual things <laughs> and they're all that he did uh, like individual <laughs> instances of fuckery with him. It is. He's Here's so- a question: Do you think it'll get better with Goodell now that Sean Payton is gone? Slightly. It, because things slightly. were definitely personal yeah, between maybe. those two. Maybe, slightly. maybe, maybe. Slightly, slightly, maybe. I do. By the way, Roger, Roger, uh, Roger Goodell, uh, I think is known for Bounty Gate the way Marcus Williams is known for that <laughs> missed tackle. Fair yeah. enough, Thomas. You want to talk about legacies? That's the yeah. legacy that Roger Goodell will have. Well, the next guy we're going to talk about, Jeff Duncan, has plenty of Bounty Gate. He does. Thomas, what do we got? What do we got in the next matchup? 
Get ready for the next battle. See, I know it's Jeff Duncan, number eight seed, versus Rondé Barber playing. I know Rondé Barber is a tremendous Saints villain. We laid that out two weeks ago. He has he's he was way better than the Saints. I remembered him being a huge thorn in the Saints side and doing tremendous things. It was even worse than I imagined. But here's the Ra- thing, Ralph. Man. I have breaking news. Actually, what? I just saw I just saw this on Twitter. Um. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, Rondé Barber just intercepted Aaron Brooks again. <laughs> <laughs> just happened. Um, I know that Rondé Barber was just dominated the Saints in a way that was hysterical and sad. But here's the thing, man. During Bountygate, Jeff Duncan was a mouthpiece for the NFL and he didn't outright call for Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis to get fired. But if the saints had done what the NFL wanted them to do, he would have applauded it. And for that alone, I hate him and I want him to go through. He's got, he's got to go far in this or not far, but he's got, he's got, here's the thing, Kevin, I worry that if he faces off with Goodell, we're opening a portal to hell. But <laughs> I also want to both see of them, man. But I also want to see it. So I remember a tweet that Jeff Duncan had, or maybe it was his article, but I don't know why I still hang on to these words, but I remember the specific sentence like to this day. And it was the punishment that the NFL will give the Saints will be severe, it will be swift, and it will be just. Oh my that God. was that was his line. Mm, yeah, I I remember him saying that, mm-hmm. and uh, that really stuck with me. And then I was at the the Pro Football Hall of Fame when Willie Rofe was getting inducted, uh, and he was the first or Saint. I had technically. No, sorry, first, sorry, not not him. That's Ricky. Uh, it was it was the first Saint technically to ever get inducted into the Hall of Fame, and I was there for it, and it was awesome. And during his speech that evening, Jeff Duncan released an article during the speech, like tweeted it out, like, here's what I think about the Saints and why they should get hammered for. So, like, I've kind of never forgiven him for that. Like, the timing of it, I remember I was just like, <laughs> you Jesus. couldn't like, wait until the next day. No, you're like purposefully doing this during a big moment for the franchise just to be a dick. It makes me almost want to vomit. Here we go. I got one, too. January of 2013, quote, Jan- now remind, re- remember that date, January of 2013, okay. Roger Goodell should be hailed as a New Orleans hero. <laughs> Jesus. Really? Yeah. Oh, Legitimate wow. words that Wyatt. came from, that came from uh, Jeff Duncan's pen or a keyboard, or yeah. whatever the hell. What was the justification yeah. for that? Well, quill. his justification so is... Yeah, no, no, Jeff you go ahead, use Ralph. A quill? Well, here's the justification is. His justification is Goodell was Tagliabue's number two, and he was the guy who helped the Saints get the dome rebuilt and spearheaded all the the needed steps for the saints to stay in new Orleans and Jeff Duncan gives Goodell credit for that. But I don't, because you know who did that? Tagliabue told Benson, 
You're not. You're not fucking, going. You're not, you're not fucking, fucking moving. Leaving. You're not fucking moving to San Antonio. Exactly. Shout out, shout out to Arnie Filco, by the way. Yes, exactly. you. I was going to say him next. I'm going to say him next. Tagley, Abu, and Filco. Those are the two motherfuckers right there. You want to look this Lee Circle thing? I, I look. I don't know if the Lee Circle thing's ever been sorted out. I keep saying just put up a big put up a big circle of like uh, plaques of uh, mm-hmm. big monuments of every of like important people in the city's history or the region's history. Filco and Tagliabu should be in that circle. They did. All right? they did Those they did. two guys helped keep the Saints here. They did rename Those two Lee guys. Circle. They did rename Lee Circle. They What'd they it. rename it to? Filco Circle, hopefully. For the longest is, time. Is it, is it Tucson no. Circle now? <laughs> no. Is it Tucson Circle? What is it now? Uh, I got I got to look it up because I don't even remember. It was so for the not for the longest time up right now. Okay. For the longest time, Andrew Juge for his little harmony like, circle. It's harmony for his little circle. quote or avatar. Yeah. Have you on ever heard Canal of Street Chronicles? Harmony. Said Tagliabu deserves the finest steaks and blowjobs forever for keeping the Saints in meats the and cheeses. Right, Andrew. I think it was Primo Hookers. Primo hookers. That was it. And it's right. Like, Goodell doesn't get any credit for keeping the Saints in the world. His boss told him to make it happen, and he did it. Like, that's what it was. It's just, like, it, it, infuri- look, it infuriates honestly, me to know it. I honestly, it. look, I, I think you're all valid. Honestly, I think that last point that that, that Kevin made uh, with him saying that Saints fans should rejoice uh, and and worship at the altar of Goodell's feet, that's the most egregious thing. I mean, the Bounty <laughs> Gate stuff, no, I'm serious. I mean, like the Bounty Gate stuff, if, if, I'm, if I'm being totally impartial, he had an opinion, he, he, he wrote his opinion, that's what he's supposed to do. Uh, it was, it was an unpopular but opinion, turned, but he turned full heel. I get it. I get it. it I'm not saying it was his, unpopular his... opinion. And yes, if you have an unpopular opinion, uh, that's what's going to happen. You're going to alienate the fan base that you're writing for. Um, so I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying he should have done that. I'm not saying that we, n- none of us have a right to dislike him or be annoyed by him or think he's a total douche for doing that. Uh, but I, I can at least see some reasoning behind that. But writing an article uh and and saying that we should respect and love Roger Goodell that is as tone, that is as tone deaf as Drew Brees it's, it's tone deaf going on like it's, it is it's not, tone deaf it's not it like i get that he thinks the saints should have got hammered for bounty gate whatever don't tell me the saints fans we should love goodell it's not true like it's not and i want to give Kevin, some credit. You swung. People were thinking of apparently what? voting Rondé Barber here. Kevin's uh, quote from Good- from Duncan swung it in and du- swung the the chat against uh, against <laughs> Rondé Barber. Kevin, what are you holding up, Kevin? See, look, the, the people who are listening to this podcast on Drive Time tomorrow or the next day or whenever Drive they time. won't see this. But if you're watching us on Twitch. Uh, I am doing? holding, I am holding, I'm doing my Jeff Duncan impression. I am carrying water. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jeff Duncan is a professional water carrier. That's what he is oh, gosh. for the shield. Yeah. You and Peter fucking King can go hang out on the Acela train going up and down the Northeast corridor talking about how great the shield is. And how pure the shield is. And how it's above reproach. 
Y'all can be. fuck off. In fact, let's, let's when he comes to bring you, when you said. get the train ride back, stop in Louisville in your hometown and stay there, Jeff. <laughs> stay there. All and right? Let's not, let's not forget that, that Jeff good. Duncan also told us this offseason to chill out. Yeah, Sean, oh, my Sean God. Sean Payton was chill not going anywhere. What? Oh, chill that's out right. about what? Sean, Sean Payton Everybody needs to chill out. Sean Payton's not going anywhere. All right. Yeah. You know what? I was going to vote for Rondé Barber, but now I don't know. Now you It is 9.53 p.m. right now. If Jeff Duncan was in my house, wandered in like that, like a random person, and said, Kevin, it's dark outside. I'm going to look right to my fucking window to double check. I wouldn't trust that motherfucker if he told me the grass is green. Are we all water carrier? That's what he is. Let me tell you something. How many awards has he won? I know he Uh, ain't a winner right now. uh, He he actually wasn't. He did win an award in that same competition. Yeah, he did. He is he a winner right now? (laughs) Is he a winner right now? We don't know. We have to. We have yet to vote. Still have have to vote. Yeah. So are we doing? Are we doing the thing where we're cutting? Turn on talking about in general. Are we cutting people off? Are we doing that? What is <laughs> it, a holding yeah. penalty? What do we call yeah, it? I'm right! You know I'm right! No, I totally agree with you. Just, uh, we gotta just, vote. You had a good bit. Let's go. He can go. Know the, the penalty yeah, just, box. You gotta be like Costanza. You gotta like go off on a high note. Don't keep going and ruin it. Like, right, fine. Is I'll anybody go, voting I'll for I'll go carry Barber. my water back. Okay, all right. Is anybody water? Is anybody voting for Ronde Bar? I am. I'm going to vote for Ronde Bar. Oh Barr. my god! I am going. I to vote for Thomas, what what are the percentages looking like in our poll? Sixty six point four, and you can guess who? Duncan. It's got to be Duncan. Yeah. So that's like a four. That's Shame like it a, wasn't sixty six point six. That's like a four. <laughs> that's like a four to one sweep. Jeff Duncan. He's. Dave is voting for Ronde Barber, but Andrew and Kevin, we know what yeah. Kevin's voting for. I'm voting for Duncan. Duncan. Damn, Duncan. Duncan's going through. Clownery. Somebody needs to tweet him this episode. Should be he teaching in high school English. Duncan, Duncan, Duncan the, the committee failed. He's not an eight seed because he's he needed he needed to go further. He, he you, was, you, need, you need to find this this I'll, I'll find it somewhere. I have a picture of it. But Jeff Duncan used to have this segment called dunk shots oh, yeah. you guys remember this yeah i do and and it the clip art for dunk shots it's like Ooh. there's a football here a basketball here and a soccer ball here or something and it's like jeff and the background is just awful like it's it is literally the is it worst as bad clip art i've ever is seen. it as bad as our first attempt at a logo worse <laughs> oh my god it's worse. Uh, all right well i can't wait till somebody adds this at jeff duncan um, well whatever he listens to this uh no it's fine I will. Uh, Thomas, i'm gonna try to direct message you the picture now so he's blocked uh, the saint happy hour account jeff duncan blocked yeah. that well, somebody weird. somebody one of our listeners will do it i'm sure uh and look if he's and when, when if and when you listen to this jeff the number one podcast in the state of louisiana um <laughs> you're not on when you when you listen to this, I, I invite you to come on. Uh, but I want to talk about these articles. And I want to talk about. I'll have Jeff Duncan on. I will not have oh. one and one on, but I'll have Jeff. Not not, not not articles, columns. That's another thing too. Okay. We need to figure. Oh, we, no. Everybody needs to understand what an article and a column is. Right. Well, an article is actual research and facts. 
Okay. Facts. Right. What I Jeff actually... Duncan is doing is carrying a shit opinion for the league. To he's laundering. He's he's the money launderer. Congratulations, hey, hey, Jeff. David, David, the David money is round. on the Trester drawer. Get yourself David. something nice. I David feel like the the Kevin is Go the teach freshman English. Kevin was the healed over wound of Bounty Gate, and we just ripped the scab right off, and he's just raging. And <laughs> it's, listen, it's, it's the, the it, id of Saints fans. If there's one thing about me, if there's one thing about me, I can move on. I move on, but I don't forget. Yeah. I move on, but I don't forget. Just ask right. the doctor. I'll fuck off again. I'm gonna vote for Rondé Barber. I'm a I'm a contrarian. I'm Skip Bayless. Ugh. <laughs> All right, this is where this this bracket. I mean, Rondé Bar. I mean, just he just literally owned the Saints on the field. Like Jeff Duncan, for all the annoying things that he did. The only, the only thing Jeff Duncan isn't. He's not. He's not a Saints villain. He's he's Jeff who that nation villain. He's a who that nation villain. Jeff Duncan. My is feelings not matter, Thomas. He's a who that nation villain? Okay, I'm pretty sure matter. the Saints hate that's, him too. That's right. Well, this is Yahoo Finance versus Advocate, guys. This, this next, this mess, next, this next matchup. Well, it's Jeff Duncan. So do the graphic. But I did. Then, you did. Then the next know, the matchup, matchup graphic. The matchup graphic. The next one is this one's. This one's gonna get be. ready for the next battle because you got f- number four Joey Galloway and number twenty Sean Pamphlet. Joey Galloway, I would argue, if you want to talk about on-field accomplishments as a Saints villain, I would say he's the most accomplished on-field person in this bracket by yeah, easily. far, easily. Like, like his, it was so so easy to find highlights versus Saints, man. His stats <laughs> against the easy. Saints, his stats against the Saints are ridiculous, and I forgot about this punt return. He owned the Saints, and here's the thing: when he came to Tampa, Andrew, he was old. He had played for Seattle, he had played for Dallas, and he was in Tampa, and he wrecked the Saints. His Game log against the Saints is a snuff film. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to the term Saints killer, if you're talking about players and what they did on the field against the Saints, I feel like Joey Galloway is undefeated. In fact, you know what we should do, Kevin, you're, you're good at this. Like, Look at his game log and just read his stat lines against the Saints. I remember doing this exercise once when I wrote an article this is about gonna, it. This is going to be like Flipper Anderson all over uh, again. It's like Flipper Anderson, except he did it like eight times. Okay, so I've got it right here. Uh, it's, it's not game to game. This is all-time receive. This is receivers all-time against the Saints in the, in the Saints history. Uh, Jerry Rice is the preeminent Saints killer. 30 games played, 14 receiving touchdowns, uh, 2,025 yards, uh, 67.5 receiving yards per game. Yeah, but he did that to everyone. Correct. But Joey Galloway, 11 games played against the Saints, 11, 9 Receiving touchdowns against the Saints, 
on 44 receptions. Only got 827 yards uh, Dude, receiving was... yards total. That averages out to 18.8 uh, yards. That averages out to 75.2 yards per game. That averages out to 7 uh, yards. Uh, no, that's uh, 18.8 yards per Dude, catch. Dude, he was catching a touchdown every fourth catch against the Saints? Every fifth, basically, Christ. every fifth catch was a touchdown for Joey Galloway. <laughs> every fifth catch was that's a touchdown right for there. Joey Galloway. That's the stat right there. Oh, my God. I mean, All right, hold, hold on. I'm going to read you. I'm going to read you some box scores here. Okay. This was in this was the two games against the Saints in 2007. Seven catches for 159 yards. That was one game. Next game, four catches for 135 yards and two touchdowns. Jesus. Uh, let, let's go to 2006, the year before. We've got four catches for 97 yards and two touchdowns. Kind of a quiet game that time. And we've got four catches for 110 yards. How old was he when he was doing this, Andrew? How old was he when he was doing this? Uh, like th- this isn't later in his career. This is in his 30s. Uh, this was kind of a weaker game by him against the Saints. Four catches, 38 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, even when he's having shitty games, he's catching two touchdowns. Five catches, 75 yards, one touchdown. I mean, it's just it's it's ridiculous. Every game, you know, this was one of his worst games against the Saints. Two catches, 18 yards, a touchdown. Yeah. He's going up against Pamphlon, Dave. And Pamphlon is a horrible human being because he betrayed Steve Gleason, a man. uh, We all know Steve Gleason's situation. He betrayed him. You know, Steve Gleason gave him access. Dave's friend. He he leaked the Greg William, the voicemail. It was terrible. Uh, And that's awful. And I think if he was going against anyone else, Besides Joey Galloway, I think he'd have a strong case. But Joey Galloway's on-field dominance against the Saints, I just can't make a strong case for Pamphlon. Yeah. Um, wait, pull that other picture up. I I don't remember ever seeing that picture where he's holding the letter. It says, to Roger Goodell uh, from Sean Pamphlon uh, regarding common interests. Uh, that's damning evidence right there. If you have a common interest with Roger Goodell, uh, you're no friend of mine. Uh, especially considering Roger oh, Goodell let's, is. Let's not forget, Pamphlon is the guy. It leaked the audio. Yeah. No, I know. And by the way, this is all that he's known for. He never went on to be like a famous documentarian or director. He looks or like movie. who does he? He looks like a '90s alternative rock band lead lead he man. Does. Who does he look like? He, no, like somebody specifically. Like like a he looks like a sick version of the 311 singer. Uh, that's not who I. Reminded <laughs> Are you me thinking of Three Doors Down? No, no, no. Weezer. The Green Day like dude. The guy from Weezer. <laughs> River. Matchbox. River. Uh, Rivers. Matchbox Twenty. Rivers Cuomo. No. <laughs> no. Well, hang no. on a second. He. Uh, Rob 20. Thomas. Anyway. Um, Does he look like the Candlebox singer? No, 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 no. no. Oh, you're thinking of a Matchbox 20 guy? No. Yeah, I get Candlebox and Matchbox 20 confused. All right, anyway. um, As you should. Yeah, look, Sean, look, this is is a tough matchup. What are they they ranked? What are the rankings here? Four versus 20. Yeah, that's... Four 20. 
Yeah, Pamphlon should be uh, probably should be higher. Um, but th- there's no way. There's no way Joey Galloway doesn't. There's just no way that Joey Galloway. Joey Galloway is like. I don't know. He he should be the sponsor of this tournament. When when you say Saints Killer, to me, Joey Galloway is first and foremost the first name that comes to my mind. That is yeah. absolutely number one that I think of. I don't think of Roger Goodell. I don't think of Jeff Duncan. I don't think think of people off the field. When you say, ask me Saints villain, I think of people on the field, and I immediately think of uh, Joey Galloway. So I'm going to vote for Joey Galloway. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I'll say about Pantheon is yeah, he, he gained access to the room, as we said, because Gleason was his buddy, and Gleason got him access. And so he was recording stuff, and he recorded the infamous Greg Williams tape. And Gleason specifically asked him not to release that. He was like, please don't put that out there. Yeah. And he was like, and he's like, you know what, Steve, I'm going to do it. And Drew Brees asked him not to do it. And he's like, oh, the great Drew Brees trying to ask me. He's like, yeah, F yourself, yeah. Drew. I'm putting this out there. And it was purely, and, and then he tried to pretend that it wasn't for his fame or his personal gain. Yeah. But then he said the words, quote, I'm sitting on a gold mine. And yet yeah. he tries to pretend that this isn't for him. It's like, you know, to raise awareness to the brutality of the league, get out of here with that. No. So uh, I don't know. Like, I'm I've t- always felt like that dude said uh, it last week. I-, I said it last week. I didn't have the actor's name, but I alluded to it. He looks like nerdy Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> I could see that. Eh, not really. Your movie takes are questionable yeah, at best crash here's my thing i i emotionally i want to vote for pamphlon because what he did to gleason was terrible and yep. monadula actually had a good tweet he's like monadula. galloway did no he didn't cover. don't 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 <laughs> don't don't encourage monadula. No, but he did no, he has no, like one good tweet no, every six months the worst but he said you know <laughs> galloway did it on the field but pamphlon is a terrible human being and i think Monadula's right, but here's the thing. Galloway's on-the-field destruction of the Saints outweighs Pamphlon being a terrible human being and treating Gleason horribly. I got to go Joey Galloway here. Dave. I feel like wait Galloway, a minute, wait a minute, Galloway wait a minute. was Beastquake times like seven. Wait a minute. We've been talking about Joey Galloway? I thought we were <laughs> talking about Joey, Joey Calloway. Calloway. <laughs> The, the big attorney. The, the my cousin Vinny references the this offseason have been out of it's control. Strong, yeah. strong, to um, very strong. Yeah, I got so Callaway. Didn't get any further in the newspaper. I feel like so now I'm calling him Callaway. I feel like Joey Galloway did Beastquake multiple times to the Saints. So I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I'm going Galloway. Dave, I already voted Galloway. Kevin. <laughs> this is the toughest. This might be the toughest one for me. It's tough. It's tough. I feel like Pamphlon's got to get at least one vote. Um, on. Yeah, yeah. I'm voting Pamphlon. Did, 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 did the fans say? No, I voted Galloway. I voted Joey Galloway. Oh, so, what did so, the fans say? What did the, the fans, fans the vote? 65.9. You can guess who? Galloway? Nope. No, he's Pamphlon. It's emotion, man. These, yeah, wow. This Saints villain bracket is emotion. You, people don't want to like 
be clear headed and statistics and that sort of thing. Like pamphlet, I could see like people, people hate pamphlet. We love Gleason. He's an icon. He has a freaking statue. The man is a hero. He's overcome so much. And pamphlet took a giant dump on him. I'm re- I, I kind of regret my vote, but it is what it is. So it was, it was, it was to tough. Two. Three to two. It was close. It was, yeah. it was tough. It was tough. It's so, your fault, uh, Ralph. <laughs> it is my fault. So what's the final what's the final matchup for today, Thomas? Final matchup. Get ready for the next battle. Ooh. Oh, this is, oh, this is a hard one. Oh, no. Number five, oh, Roddy man. White. Versus number twelve, Flipper Anderson. Flipper Anderson is a one-hit wonder, but that hit was a <laughs> was a mega hit in the greatest Saints. <laughs> that was like that, that was like the hit Reggie Bush took on that screen pass. Uh... Yeah, it's like a mega hit. <laughs> I can see it's Eagles. Like, yeah, it's, it's like right, a mega hit. Game. Roddy White, though, this he played a decade for Atlanta. He he embraced the eleven Saints. years. 11 years, he embraced Saints-Falcons the way Cam Jordan does. And he leaned into it, and he hated New Orleans, and he ran his mouth, and we hated that dude. Yeah. Uh, I, I, the big one was the tweet where he said that the Saints only won a Super Bowl. God gave the Saints a Super Bowl to, to you know counteract for Katrina. Yeah. Put that out there. This is oh, hard. Man, this one's a hard this one's hard for me because I was Roddy White say something nice about Roddy White, but maybe I'm not anymore. Why, why would you? Why would you? I mean uh, when it gets to my turn, I'll I'll say something. I mean I, I'm the I had forgotten about the Katrina the Katrina tweet, Andrew. That's gonna tip it um to uh Roddy White for me. And also he also back, had some good games against the Saints. Back when Andrew used to run the Saints Nation blog and do his April Fool's Day joke, uh, he did April Fool's Day joke of Roddy White signing with the Saints, and he had to go into witness protection for like two weeks. People were so <laughs> upset that he would even... God, I hate to hear that. Up. I hate to so, hear that. Those two things swing me. I'm going Roddy White. Hang on, I've got, Already, I've got some... Man, I've got go some on. No, no, I've got some delightful numbers. Actually, you know what? Let me go back and take that. Delightful. Plus. Positively that delightful. That. Okay. <laughs> so I looked at Roddy White's numbers for the last one, two, three, four. The last five years he was with the Atlanta Falcons. He played... He played eight games against the Saints in his last five years. In those eight games, he averaged 42.1 yards per game. And that's only because in the first game of the 2012, the first game in the 2012 uh, series, he actually got 114 uh, uh, receiving yards. He never got anywhere close to 100 yards again for the rest of his uh, tenure against the Saints. No Joey Galloway. Yep. No, this is no. good. This is, this is making, this is helping my argument. Thank you. No, he, going. like, like basically his, I mean, if you, if you had him from 2000, shit, his prime against the Saints was 2007 
through 2011. Mm-hmm. Those were his those were his like killer years. His first two years against the Saints were basically the same as his last five years against the Saints, just average or, or yeah. less than average. The old heads on Twitter were making a strong case for Flipper Anderson, and their case was Flipper Anderson, his record lives forever whenever somebody gets to 300 mm-hmm. yards receiving. Mm-hmm. Flipper Anderson's name comes up. Therefore, he should move on. It's a strong case, but I forgot about the Katrina tweet, and that got me emotional. I voted mm-hmm. Roddy White. So, Kevin, who are you voting? Uh Wait, what did what did you say about the uh, what did you say about that? About Flipper Anderson, like he, he's he's a one hit, but it's iconic. Like any time any receiver crosses three hundred yards, Flipper you get Anderson reminded of it. Yeah, you get reminded of it. Well, right. Like, well, what did you say about Katrina though? Well, that doesn't happen very often. He was just referencing Roddy White's right, Roddy White's Katrina, Katrina comments. Can can you can you pay attention, Kevin? Instead, I don't of think I don't think Kevin was paying attention. Tinder app. Roddy no, White. He's too busy, he's too busy on farmers only. Yeah. Uh, so Look Kevin, at the stats, God damn it. Talk to Roddy White, Kevin. Roddy White tweeted that God gave the Saints a Super Bowl to make up for Katrina. That's pretty. He Roddy White. Only, yeah, he I mean, honestly, I think right, he's trying to be Roddy nice. White. He's like saying, hey, look, here you go. Roddy White. I'm voting God Roddy White. All right. Look, here's what I'm going to say about this. Uh, Andrew, you mentioned a good point. Look, I'm not an old head, uh, as you quote unquote said, but uh, but they have Ralph a point. Said. Okay, sorry, Ralph said that. Uh, but they, the old heads have a point. Uh, Flipper Anderson's record still stands today, lives on forever. And look, I just learned about this two weeks ago, and I barely even remember <laughs> it because, you know, this was while I was celebrating our win and I was a little intoxicated. Uh, uh-huh. Kevin, th- Kevin thought that was very funny. Kevin, Kevin kept re-listening to that, that, ep- that episode over and over again. Uh, I love my wife. Our anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that part, uh, do. but I know you do. I know. But Ralph, look, Ralph mentioned something at, earlier at the beginning when he started talking about Roddy White. Roddy White leaned into this. There is yes. Roddy White, and like in, in at least in at least a small part, Roddy White kind of did this for our entertainment. Okay, this and going back to what Kevin said, he's no Joey Galloway. His his stats are. He's maybe had a couple of big games, good games. Maybe that sticks out in your mind. But over the course of his entire career, that he, and over, over all that time that he's played the Saints, it's been mediocre. I think less than 50 yards a game is fairly mediocre. I think the reason we Roddy White is ranked number five on this list and even in this conversation and in this bracket is because of the off-the-field stuff. It's not the on-the-field stuff. If Roddy White had kept his mouth shut, he wouldn't, we wouldn't be talking about him. That's he true. wouldn't be in this bracket. You goddamn right. That's true. Okay. Actually, over so over his Stop. twenty-two, his twenty-two games against the Saints, uh, over the twenty-two games, he is averaging fifty-eight point eight yards that's, per game. That's that's again, that's no Joey Galloway. That that's fairly mediocre. Again, I still, yeah. I think my point still stands. Yeah, we're talking about him now. Eh, we're talking about him now because of his his off the field comments. The Katrina thing, indefensible. I w- I would never defend it. But a lot of the stuff. I think he he did on purpose. He did. He knew he was riling it up. He 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 enjoyed the rivalry between the Falcons and the Saints. He uh, he fanned the flames of that rivalry. Uh, I, I think Roddy White 
<laughs> Look, I'll be Jeff Duncan here. Roddy White, we should be worshiping Roddy White. Oh my God. Okay? We should be thanking Roddy White for all that he's done for the Saints-Falcons rivalry. He's like, uh, I wrote him for hanging around for five years and stinking up the goddamn joint. Yeah, he yeah. talked talk shit on the field. He, he used, Remember when he got Sean Payton all riled up? To, come on, that's fun. Okay, without Roddy White, that doesn't happen. We don't, shut up. <laughs> without Roddy White, we don't get that. I, I you know, I think Roddy White is a, is a treasure. He's a jewel. I'm going, yeah, I'm going with Flipper. So what is that? 2-1, Roddy? Is that 2-1, Roddy? That's right. So what do you... Yeah. So here's the thing. I just learned about Flipper Anderson two weeks ago. Here's the thing. I uh, hated Roddy. Hated him. And I would troll him on Twitter. I mean, if if you've been following me on Twitter for any length of time, you know that I, I would always retweet him. I would always come at him on Twitter. Troll him hard. And uh, he would respond occasionally. He never blocked me despite I, I would never I would never curse at him. I would never insult I, I would be like I don't know how to put this. I, I would be polite in my insults, you know, so I, I would never cross a line. But I tried really hard to get him to block me. And he never did. And a couple times I sent him a tweet, like one time my kid opened up, you know, one of those packs of, you know, pro football cards. And uh he opens it and he gets a Roddy White card. And so he holds up the Roddy White card and he puts his thumbs down and sticks his tongue out. And I stick that. I send that picture to Roddy. I'm like, "Hey, Roddy, my kid just got your your card and he hates it." And uh, he wrote me back. He's like, "It's bad that you teach your son that you're being a bad father." And so I was like, "All right, it's kind of funny." Like, so uh, you know, I gotta say, like, I to this day I follow Roddy White and I am not as aggressive about trolling him as I used to be. I've gotten nicer over the years on Twitter. He's not around so, um, anymore. Play, play the violin. Play the violin, Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. But, uh, I, I gotta Roddy say, White's like... parenting takes were spot on, though. Give him that. I got to say, Roddy, like, as much as I hate him, I also kind of, I'm, I'm with Dave. Like, the few things kind of fun. And I respect that he never blocked me. So I'm going to go flipper. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it to the fans to decide. The flipper fans. Yeah, buddy. So what do we got? We got What's eighty. Eighty. It, it was pretty one-sided, guys. Eighty-one point four percent. They're gonna pick for the, Roddy for, it's not for the winner. Uh, yeah, for Roddy. I'm sure. Roddy, right? You can see it yourself. That's not. Yeah, yeah. That's not fair. That's Roddy. <laughs> Recency yeah, the fan, bias. The fans fan yeah, that is that is recency bias. They, 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 only one, only twenty five percent of our listeners, including myself, spoken, man. only know who Flipper Anderson is. Roddy White versus Joey Galloway is another man. I mean, this this bracket. No, it's, it's not. It's getting. I mean, you you got you got the chalk making the way through, and it's it, in the next round. Whew, when you get to the, the to the elite eight, it's going to be strong. Uh, speaking, can we, pre- can we preview our matchups for next week? Yeah, uh, yeah, we got to do, we got to do the other side of the bracket. Uh, we were doing that to today. Preview. No, no, we're we're, we're doing no, it's next we're, week. Yeah, we do the we do the we do four a week. That's if, a we, if we do eight, eight we'll be here to. <laughs> yeah, but can you can, can you quickly uh, tell us next week? The next week we'll have some sweet. We got, yeah. we got I got Garden it. Content. I'll do it. We got Bill Benovich, the number two seed against Deion Sanders, the 18 seed. Seven seed, Vernon Davis against 10 seed, Greg Olson. Three seed, Steve Smith against 14 seed, Algie Crumpler. 
and sixth seed Cam Newton against the twenty-second seed D'Angelo Williams. I think this Ooh. side, the, the left on, side of the action. is stronger. The left yeah, side is stronger. The other so that, that that those those you just listed are easy choices, and I don't feel like the villains are quite as strong. Dave, you wanted the hot take of the week. Take it away, my friend. Yeah, I had a hot take. Uh, my hot take is uh, next season. Uh, look out AFC East because the New York Jets are going to be coming for you. Uh, I, I think I think everybody I think everybody by now they've heard the story about Zach Wilson, uh, his girlfriend, kind of his ex girlfriend, uh, who's dating his former roommate and teammate, ex former teammate, uh, kind of outed him and said that uh, he slept with his mom's friend, a friend of his mom, which, look, there's nothing wrong with that. Sounds dirty, but it's not. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but uh, Wait, wait, there's not? No, no it's the, no. It, it, we should celebrate it, Andrew, no. because it's the first time since 2018 the Jets scored in the 40s. So, <laughs> but, uh, so nice. the reaction... A lot of a lot of Zach's teammates have been coming out. They 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 think he's like the coolest guy now. Uh, Brady on his way home after realizing Giselle Giselle is also a friend of Zach Wilson's. I mean, the jokes on Twitter today were strong. Uh, yeah, it's been great. It's been great. And uh, look, the Saints played the Jets recently. Uh, what last year? Zach Wilson looked terrible. I I thought that he has no future in the NFL. But this might have been the best thing that ever happened to Zach Wilson. He's got some clout now. He's got some of that alpha energy he's coming back to him. him. He's got that dog in him. That's right. He's got that dog in him now. He's got that dog in him. This is what the Jets need. This is what that locker room needs. They're going to start rallying around Zach Wilson now. The Jets, look out. Start pounding the, pounding the over on the Jets because they are coming now. Thomas, I hope you are writing these down. I hope you are saving these because we are going to need to replay this in six months when the Jets are one in ten. That's right. Kevin, in a year or or, or a year or three years, Zach Wilson is his number one accomplishment that we remember him by. Is it going to be on the field or is it going to be that he banged his mom's friend? Bang no, it's head. gonna be it's gonna be that. Come on, Dave. I mean, Dave, Zach Wilson go, go is ahead basically and speak in your phone and ask ask your phone to bring up in oh, six yeah, months. Shoot. Okay, good. How Zach Wilson is I doing? Do that. Uh, I mean, but Zach Wilson is basically like every movie on Pornhub right now. He's like everything. <laughs> yeah. Right, let me put that in my phone. Hold on. Uh, no, I was gonna do. I had a couple of different hot takes. I was gonna talk about Aaron Rodgers' tattoo and say it wasn't that bad, uh, but I couldn't keep a straight face for that long. I didn't think I, that was a good idea. Do you have a picture of it, Thomas, of the tattoo? Wait, six months? Nope. Six months from now? What? Yeah. What? That's July. Okay, August, August, September, October, January, September. Well, six we'll months to, from now would be January. We'll go to, now we'll go to December. We'll go to December. Yeah. First day of Hanukkah, December nineteenth. Uh, how did Zach? Wilson do this season <laughs> and then and then for for location video I'm gonna put banging milfs and that Jesus ought to remind Christ. me so that ought to, that that, ought to remind what, what was the other, other thing you put in your phone like, I don't remember I don't remember and I, I, I just, we, we're just gonna be surprised when it comes up that day because <laughs> I, I remember I put it on a Monday so it's so when it, the day we record the, that podcast it's gonna come up that morning well this uh, 
My other hot take was going to be uh, all of humankind. Did you guys see um, all of humankind? We, we, I think we're all just the stupidest. I think we're the dumbest species ever alive in the face of this universe. Did you guys see the photo from the James Webb telescope? Did you guys see that photo? Yeah. Have, yeah. You, have you like zoomed in on that? Like there are hundreds of like, galaxies freaking galaxies that are the same size as the milky way they are all out there Uh, and these galaxies all of these hundreds of thousands of galaxies are made up of hundreds of millions of stars it's it's crazy this universe is so big there is no way that we are alone in this universe and and i have to think that we humans on earth probably are the stupidest people in the entire universe like there are other people out there and they have to be way smarter than us. yeah but you know what they have to even be even in those other universes they all think roger goodell sucks too <laughs> <laughs> let me let me pose a question let me ask this about all these other uh highfalutin uh extraterrestrial species and these other galaxies yeah yeah they got that dog in them I think not. Like not. Dog, not like Zach Wilson, but that was that a great. Get him. That was a great choice of hot take of the week, Dave, because it's a great segue oh, yes. for us to go to the Kevin Love update. Oh, that's right, Kevin. Ooh. Speaking of banging milfs, Kevin. <laughs> Let's get an yeah. update. We need a love update, Kevin. Well, I mean, she's not. I mean, she's not um, a milf. I mean, she's oh, she's not yet, so you not wouldn't... yet. So no, because, well, yeah, 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 the, not yet. Because of the M part or because of the ILF part? No, because of the M part. Okay, all right. ILF parts, you know. Kevin's going to take care of that. We crossed the Rubicon on that one. He's going to take care of the M part. By the way, make sure you clip this and put this in our our entry for the best podcast next year. Right. <laughs> Rubicon, yeah, there we go. We're Let's going back to back, use that sort of vocabulary. back to back. Um, yeah, no, look, things are going okay. Uh, I'm just, I'm trying to figure out, am I feeling that, that, that like, oh my God, I want to spend all my time with this person, you know? And I'm, and so what I'm wondering is, oh my what God. I'm wondering is, <laughs> no, 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 I saw that. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Thomas, we'll get to that when I'm done. We'll get to that when I'm done. Thomas, check your DMs on, on Discord. I am. What, what, <laughs> I I, and so what I'm wondering is, is it a case of I've been too messed up by the doctor and other people where it's like I'm sort of just skittish about connecting like that with another person. So I just have like a natural defense built up. Or is it this person really like this person's personality doesn't totally mesh with mine. I don't know. Oh, I don't know, but I'm going to figure that out. All right. It's, it's, you, you really, I feel like you really jump in, Kevin. Like, you, you're, yeah, you're not really, you're hog. not taking it slow. You're not taking it slow, Kevin. Listen, I, he's going bullsy. I, 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 no, no, no. You wear I've your heart on your sleeve. I felt that spark with two different people. Okay. One of them was, one of them was a woman five years ago. And then one of them was the doctor last year. And those were two people that I was like, I could absolutely, like, I could, I definitely could see, like, getting married to this person. You didn't even and give so the woman that wandered in your house a chance. 
<laughs> no, I mean, no, got her right out into the backyard and called the police. Yeah, well, because and that's the thing. You got a Costanza this thing because if every every instinct you have is wrong, then the opposite must be right. So the yeah. crazy woman that walk breaks into your apartment, she might be your soulmate. Clearly, you she don't was already have married, that, Dave. Clearly, she you don't was. have that dog in you. Yeah, no, she was already married. Really? Yeah, you don't. I explained that no, she was already know. married, and her husband was grateful that somebody actually called the police yeah. and got her picked up. Yeah, that, well, there's no way that relationship is still happening. So, brother, I have no idea. That ain't my. That ain't my. Uh, you should look into that. Not my bullshit. That ain't my responsibility. I got her out of my house. I got her safely taken away. I didn't press charges. <laughs> End of story. If the people who are listening, I am wa- wiping my hands of this. I'm a regular Pontius Pilate on this one. Yeah. Cue the violence. <laughs> Cue the violence. Cue the violence. Why? What could have been, man? All right. Wait. So, do we have a name? Are you ready to reveal the name, or are we keeping? No, 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 no. Agnes. She know about the podcast. We're calling her Betty Two. Betty. Betty Two. Electric Boogaloo. So that was. Does she know about the podcast? He knows I do a podcast. Does she know about the wrestling? Yes. We're fucked. How old is she? Strike one. Strike two. How old is she? 37 no 36 36 okay younger than us okay so good luck kevin we were always i think this one's this one's gonna be the one that works out sure there's Uh, dunk shot there it is that is that's really that was the official logo that was the official logo the the baseball is halfway hidden behind the behind (laughs) the football they they couldn't have moved the baseball over to like the top left corner where there's nothing going on that holy jesus who my God, was that done? That is worse. MS that is worse than our original logo, is it not, Ralph? <laughs> yes, that <laughs> is. I mean, our that original is. logo, the baby shit green. With oh the, my God! I mean, it was bad, but it wasn't that bad. Good I might Lord. have to dig that. I might have to find that. Dig that. I think, up. and he's standing in front of the picture that they took today from the James Hubble telescope. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like a galaxy behind him. I think it is. It is. Before we get to trivia, I want to remind people to subscribe for free with Twitch Prime. Don't forget, if you subscribed last month, you can do it again this month. Give us Jeff Bezos' money for free. Allow us to keep doing amazing things with Saints Happy Hour. Um, Thomas, what's what's the trivia? Okay, trivia uh, sponsored by Le Badrich. And the, the question is, uh, who is the uh, first no team the Saints had ever shut out oh in a game? Oh, God. No idea. Hey, guys. This concludes the free version of the show. If you want the full version, you'll need to become a patron. We need more support from the 2,000 of y'all that listen to the free show every week so we can keep Thomas doing all the great stuff he does. The great content we give you guys takes time and money. Patrons get access to another 30 minutes of this episode. It's only $7 a month to get full access to the show and you can become a patron at saintshappyhour.com. We appreciate everyone who listens to Saints Happy Hour and even if you don't become a patron, please continue to enjoy the free version of the show. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura and now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.